Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Brodo Fantasy Podcast. Today is the last episode of our five-day-long extravaganza. And we wanted to say thank you to all of you who have listened to us five straight days. I know that I wouldn't really want to listen to us for five straight days. So thank you guys for being the people who do. For those of you who don't know, I'm the host, Tim Petropolis, here with my brothers and fantasy gurus, Jason Petropolis. What's up? And Michael Petropoulos. Hey. They sound alike because they're twins. That's what happens. But today we have something extremely special for you. Now, those of you who have listened in the past, you know that we usually draft on the Fantasy Pros Draft Simulator because it's a great draft simulator and we really like the platform. The only problem is we have to draft as a team. And yes, we're a good team. But if you listen to Brodo, you know we argue way more than we agree. So always someone is asked out. When we're agreeing today, what we're going to do is we're going to do a mock draft with all three of us in different positions. Jason is going to pick from the two, Michael from the five, and me from the nine. You can get a idea of our strategy right off the bat, and you can have an idea of what you can do in these different positions. You can get an idea of how we're thinking, what we're thinking, and we're going to be talking to each other and talking to each other about the draft now usually you're not talking to people in the draft obviously so uh this is going to be a little different it's going to let you hear what's going on in our minds so without further ado you guys want to get started you know Let's it, it now kid. for those of you who don't know how we mock draft we're mock drafting the way that we always draft except with a little twist it is a 12 team half ppr draft and we are going to be doing one quarterback two running backs two wide receivers one tight end and instead of doing three wide receivers we're going to do two flexes right so two flex Two running back, two wide receiver, one tight end, one quarterback, and then we are going to have one kicker and one defense. Michael and Jason, the time has begun. Are you ready? Let's do this, man. Let's do this. Our mock draft begins right now. And right off the bat, Todd Gurley goes the number one pick. Not surprising. So, Jason, you're on the clock. What are you thinking here with the number two pick? What I'm going to do is I have a 10-minute clock, so I'm just going to take a little nap and then wake up and then click select on... Le'Veon Bell, uh, this is a little difficult DJ, for me. Huh? This is what I'm saying. Um, DJ today, honestly, this gave me a little more confidence in him. Someone was like, made the first selection of my draft today and circled DJ's name, and he uh, quote tweeted it and said, I won't let you down or something good like pick. that. Good so pick. Yeah, he said good, good pick. Pork. Yeah, I won't <laughs> let you down. And that was a uh, – it was definitely something I was like, oh, let's go, DJ. Let's go. <laughs> but – I just feel like with Arians gone now and a new quarterback there, Le'Veon Bell is the safer pick. Uh, he's also a contract year. We've seen him do it for so many years now. So even if DJ ends ahead of Le'Veon Bell, Le'Veon Bell will probably not end too far behind. So I think Le'Veon Bell is the answer here. I'm drafting Le'Veon Bell. All right, so Le'Veon Bell goes with the second pick of the draft. After that, Antonio Brown goes with the third pick, and David Johnson with the fourth pick. Michael made a... Michael made a face like, oh, damn it. I can't believe that I missed out on uh, I mean, I wanted, I wanted to go with Antonio Brown to start. But. Yeah, so you're not going to be able to have a chance against Antonio, but there is Ezekiel Elliott still on the board, Alvin Kamara, Saquon Barkley. How much do you love Alvin Kamara? Real quick, uh, shout out to SleeperBot, which is what we're using to draft all at the same time in the same draft. I feel like we should at least shout them out since we're using it, you know? Back to the draft. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say something real quick? Their ADPs... Carry on Johnson is like 54. And if you listen to how I ended last episode, that I'm now angry and I'm going to be angry for the rest of the episode. Jason, <laughs> settle down, brother. 
Um, I'm going to go Zeke here. I have a clear top five of uh, Gurley Bell, DJ, Zeke, and Antonio Brown. So I'm going Zeke here because he's the only one left of those five. So Zeke is off the board. He is drafted as soon as Mike says draft. There you go. Alvin Kamara, Saquon Barkley, and Leonard Fournette go next, which leaves me in a great position because that means I could take Melvin Gordon. Jason, one of Melvin Gordon's hat hangers from last episode, uh, he went over why he loves Melvin Gordon so much. And the answer is volume. No one is taking Melvin Gordon's volume away from him. The fact that Leonard Fournette goes before Melvin Gordon doesn't make much sense to me because Melvin Gordon gets... Just as many carries as Fournette does, plus he gets 50 more catches. And he's not Fournette made of does. tissue paper. And I, I, you, I think you're overestimating tissue paper. Overestimating? Yeah. So you're saying Fournette is worse than that? Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's, underestimating that's what tissue I got paper. Out of that too. <laughs> anyway, while we talk about tissue paper, I'll be taking Melvin Gordon, and I'm going to hope one of the stud wide receivers falls to me, or else I'm going to be going running back. So Melvin Gordon is next, followed by DeAndre Hopkins, Dalvin Cook. Christian McCaffrey goes in the end of the first round with Kareem Hunt. That is some quarterback duo. If you can get running back, running back duo. duo, if you can get Christian McCaffrey and Kareem Hunt in at that turn, you got to be absolutely doing no. jumping jacks. Julio Jones goes next, McCaffrey. and Michael Thomas goes after. And I'm looking at oh, the board, man. and I have two guys that I need to draft. Uh, it's either going to be Jordan Howard or OBJ, and for me, Has to be the answer is clearly OBJ. If I am in any draft and I'm getting Melvin Gordon and Odell Beckham Jr. to start the draft, I am absolutely going to hit the ceiling in excitement. So yeah, as I hit the real. ceiling, the picks go on. Devonta Freeman, Keenan Allen, and Jordan Howard right before Mike. Snipe. I know that hurts, Michael. So uh, on the board, you have Devontae Adams, Joe Mixon, Rob Gronkowski, A.J. Green, Mike Evans, Stephon Diggs, T.Y. Helton. The list goes on. Who are you thinking in this position? It's down between Devontae Adams and Gronk. Uh, Gronk just gives you that edge over all other tight ends that you can't get anywhere else. So he's a fine pick here, I think, in drafts. But I'm very excited for Devontae Adams' outlook going in this year. So I'm stuck here between Devontae Adams and Rob Gronkowski. I think you can't get wrong with either. I think that if I'm Jason here, I'm praying and hoping that you pick Devontae Adams because I think Rob Gronkowski is who I want with that with that 211 at that turn. So, if I'm you. So what you're saying. So is- who are you hoping that Michael takes? Who am I hoping Michael yeah, takes? Yeah, if, if, if Michael, let's act like Michael's in a room somewhere. Who are you hoping Michael takes that sets you up for where you want to be? Basically, if I had to pick right now, if I had the choice of the litter at 11 in the second round, I would choose Rob Gronkowski. So you would choose Rob Gronkowski even if he doesn't take Devontae Adams here. So that's interesting. Michael, who, who did, so without knowing that, act like you don't know that, uh, who, is you, who are you leaning for here? I think I'm going to have some fun here and go with Gronk. I like the wide receiver depth that I, c- I think I'll be able to get later in the draft. So, w- it, where do you think who what wide receiver do you think falls to you that allows you to, to take Gronk here? On the third round, any of Thielen, Diggs, or Ty, maybe one of those three. I feel like one of them might fall. Tyreek Hill, one of those four. Okay, if so not, you're, I'll be a little disappointed. But so you're cool with Tyreek Hill being your wide receiver one? Yeah, let me some Tyreek. So. Are you going to take Gronk? I'm going with Gronk. So Michael's going to take Gronk, and Jason's going to secretly be like, oh, damn it. Yuck. Uh, Joe Mixon and A.J. Green go Yuck, next, Joe which Mixon. means Devontae Adams still on the board. Four wide receivers still up there. Devontae Adams, Mike Evans, Stephon Diggs, T.Y. Hilton, LaShawn McCoy, Jerk McKinnon, and Alex Collins are your remaining 
running backs, according to this ADP, who are at the top. Jason, who are you taking here? I just want to say I'd be ecstatic if Joe Mixon got picked before me here because that is a waste of a pick, and now there's more options for me. <laughs> uh, looking here, originally, a few months ago, weeks ago, I'd say, Doug Baldwin would be my pick, but he admitted today that he's not 100%, so this is a little bit too early and a little bit too risky here. Uh, not my favorite guy. I've mentioned that I think he's a little too touchdown dependent, but at this point in the draft, with the remaining names, I think Devontae Adams is the answer here. Jason tried playing me before, bro. <laughs> Devontae Adams is the way to go, I think, too. Uh, when you have Ad- Aaron Rodgers' number one wide receiver, it's pretty much uh, it's pretty much a no-doubter that this is the guy you're taking now. And you only have the turn to wait. Mike Evans and Stephon Diggs go at the turn, which leaves you with a bunch of great options here at wide receiver. Um, and a couple of good options at running back as well. Uh, Jay, who are you feeling here, Jason? This is a tough one for me. Uh, I'm usually a running back guy. I like grabbing my running backs. Having at least two stud running backs. I have Le'Veon Bell because I went Adams. I mean, but it's because uh, Freeman's not here. Howard got taken. Kareem Hunt got taken, obviously. So, you know, LaShawn McCoy would be, and honestly, Lamar Miller are the two guys I'm looking at here as the running backs. But if you look at the wide receiver position, there's also T.Y. Hilton, Tyreek Hill, Adam Thielen. There's some good running backs, uh, wide receivers here, too. You know, this is kind of hard for me. Uh, we at Lamar Miller over Jarek and Kidden. Our draft is coming up soon, and I have the 10th pick, so I've been focusing on that a little bit lately. And coming here to the two and seeing the options here, I'm, I'm a little stuck. I think McCoy or Hilton is the answer here. McCoy's a little safer, but Hilton has a higher upside. I mean, personally, I'm going Hilton. I think Hilton is both safer and the higher upside with Andrew Luck back. Uh, he's my wide receiver one in the Brodo League. I have that much faith in him. I think he's going to end as a wide receiver one. He's my wide receiver 10 in my overall ranking. So I like T.Y. Hilton. I'd go Hilton. I would go Hilton here and have Le'Veon Bell, Devontae Adams, T.Y. Hilton, and just be chilling. I could also oh, grab, Actually, yeah, I think I'd go Adam Thielen. I could also grab Jarek McKinnon here. You could grab Jarek McKinnon Adam as Thielen well. Adam is also here. I like T.Y. over Adam Thielen. Not by much, but I like him. Honestly, I could reach for... No. I could even maybe get Lamar Miller on the way back in the fourth round. I am drafting Adam Thielen. So you draft that, So what puts Adam Thielen for you over T.Y. Hilton? I don't trust Andrew Luck yet. I know you said you he looked like he was slinging the ball, but... Just, uh, Metric, not metrics. What I don't know. Technology says he wasn't as throwing as hard as he always has, and of course that's expected. He hasn't played in forever, but that too, he hasn't played in forever. So, T.Y. Hilton last season struggled to be a wide receiver three. His he ride and dies on Andrew Luck's arm, and if Andrew Luck is even, as we said a couple episodes ago in this mini series we're doing, if Andrew Luck is eighty percent himself then I'd rather have Adam Thielen than 80% T.Y. Hilton. And I think Thielen with Kirk Cousins is safe enough to take over T.Y. Hilton. So one man's trash might be another man's treasure as Jarek McKinnon and Tyreek Hill go next. That leaves Michael with an option of he's got Ezekiel Elliott and Rob Gronkowski on his team. And now T.Y. Hilton on the board, LaShawn McCoy, Alex Collins, Royce Freeman, Doug Baldwin, who you're also really high on before the injury, uh, Derek Henry, Aaron Rodgers, Travis Kelsey, all available. Guys. This is why I took Gronk in the second round, because I was confident a wide receiver would fall, and T.Y. Hilton is here, so I'm taking T.Y. Hilton. 
There you go, T.Y. Hilton. Him over Baldwin, and that really makes you got you got to be super happy about that Rob Gronk about that uh, Rob Gronkowski pick at this point. Zeke Gronk and T.Y. is a great way to start a draft. Alex Collins, LaShawn McCoy, and Aaron Rodgers go next. Uh, three guys that I had no interest in drafting, so I'm very happy. That leaves me with a interesting um, choice here. I could go Royce Freeman, which. I'm not going to go Royce Freeman because I'm hoping that J.H.I. falls to me on the way back. Now, I want J.H.I. as my second running back. Now, that leaves me with wide receiver or tight end. Now, the two people I'm considering here are Doug Baldwin and Travis Kelsey. Now, if Doug Baldwin is healthy, this is a steal. Yeah. He admitted that he might be dealing with this all year, though, which is something that's worrisome. I would love to have Doug Baldwin as my fourth player. I don't think that's possible. So I think I it's I think so. He's already fallen to fourth round rounds in drafts even before he admitted that he wasn't a hundred percent. I don't think it's possible. Uh Travis Kelsey also comes with some I think I'm taking the gamble here. I think the upside for Doug Baldwin is too high for me not to take him here. So I'm gonna go Doug Baldwin and pray that he stays healthy because getting him in the third round is an absolute like groundbreaking steal at this point. So let's look at what we have left. Doug Baldwin goes, obviously. Royce Freeman goes with the pick right after, which makes me nervous about not picking Royce Freeman, honestly. Derrick Henry goes with the 11th pick in the third round. Larry Fitzgerald with the 12th pick in the third round. Jay Ajay, the guy that I was hoping for, uh, is going to be what? The next pick. Next pick, Kenyon Drake, Michael's favorite guy. And then another guy that I really wanted to fall to me, Travis Kelsey, Goes with the third pick. Wow, they just took everyone you wanted. They did. Everyone in a row. Um, That leaves me with Amari Cooper, who I'm definitely not drafting. Lamar Miller, Juju Smith-Schuster, Zach Ertz, Deshaun Watson, uh, Josh Gordon, Chris Hogan, Mark Ingram, and the list goes on. Now, if I am drafting at this point, now I start to worry about my running back situation because there's no running backs that I'm going to reach for here. And now I'm in a situation where I have to take a wide receiver or a tight end. Zach Ertz in the fourth round here would be a great value. In a lot of drafts, you see Travis Kelsey and Zach Ertz go back-to-back, I've noticed. I think it's because a lot of guys are planning to get Zach Ertz. I mean, Kelsey, he gets sniped, and they get Zach Ertz. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster also on the board. I, again, don't like his prospects of be, of living up to his ADP, although I like him as a player. Uh, Josh Gordon, too risky. Chris Hogan is here and could be a great pick. Um a little bit too risky for me. So I'm going to go Zach Ertz here. I'm going to sure up that tight end position. I'm going to give myself an advantage at a spot where I think I could afford it and then hope that a running back like a Deion Lewis or a Rex Burkhead falls to me that I could stack two running backs in the next one. So we're going to try for that. But first, back tight ends. I'm going to go Zach Ertz in the draft. After Zach Ertz goes Mark Ingram in the fourth round. Amari Cooper, Jason's boy Lamar Miller goes yeah. right before Michael. I was going to so say Lamar Lamar Miller. Miller. Jason's not the only one that's getting higher on Lamar Miller as the year goes on. Uh, his coach said he's going to be a three-down back, and ever since then you see his ADP flying up the board. Um, Michael, that leaves you, your team so far, Ezekiel Elliott, Rob Gronkowski, and T.Y. Hilton, which means you can go basically anywhere here. You're pretty yep. much set at every position besides that. So uh, where are you going? Uh, so here, I would have went Lamar Miller most likely. I'm not liking the other running backs here. I could go Rex Burkhead. I've been a little lighter on Rex Burkhead though ever since they said that his knee 
He's a little messed up. Never like knee injuries, especially running backs. Uh, more than likely, I'm well, not more than likely, I am choosing between Chris Hogan and Demarius Thomas, who I have ranked back-to-back in my rankings, basically interchangeable. Uh, I think that's definitely a safe versus risk because Chris Hogan hasn't been in this role before, although he's a home run threat. And then you have Demarius Thomas, who kind of is just that guy every year who puts up 10 points in that wide receiver two role and is really just solid for you. Who's more likely to lead the league in touchdowns? Hogan. Hogan. Lead the league in touchdowns? If he's healthy all year and he's the number one receiver for the Patriots? I'm going going Chris Hogan here, folks. Chris Hogan goes off the board at at the four... Oh, a 4-8. Jarvis Landry is next, followed by Juju Smith-Schuster, which leaves Jason in a situation where he is looking for either a third wide receiver, second running back, or he can go and get a tight end. The tight end's available, Jimmy Graham. I know that's, that's not Jason's no. favorite player this year. Um, Jimmy Graham, Greg Olson, Evan Ingram. Seems like you could wait on the tight ends. Um, Deshaun be honest, Watson. I wanted Juju. So Juju gets sniped right before he you get just got taken. Right before. And now I am not ecstatic about the people I have remaining here. That's interesting because do you know what I usually do when I'm not ecstatic about the people? That's when I start to look at tight end and quarterback. And you've got Deshaun Watson on the board here. I don't take tight I don't take quarterbacks. Okay. I'm I'm taking Alex Smith later. You already know that. <laughs> um what I do when I'd say I have three pretty safe guys, right? Love on Bill. Devontae Adams, Adam Thielen. You know who's not safe? Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon. So you are so that's interesting because all right, so go over that a little bit more with me. So you take Josh Gordon here because he's not safe. Now, what do you mean by that? I mean that with the three guys I have now who I think have established themselves as safe enough to know that they're gonna be good players. Thielen maybe a little less because he's only done it one year, but he just got a better quarterback. Le'Veon Bell, I know, is going to be a top three running back. Devontae Adams is the best red zone receiver in the league with Aaron Rodgers. So what that means is I can play a little bit. Listen, if my fourth-round pick never touches the field all season, I can still win a championship. You can make trades. You can play the waiver wire. I think picking Josh Gordon here with the team that I have now has league-winning potential. It makes a lot of sense. Deshaun Watson goes right after that, followed by Marshawn Lynch, who I was hoping was going to fall to me at 5'9". Probably was never going to happen anyway, but definitely something that I have to think about going to 5'9". But, Jason, the turn is over, and you're back. Uh, who are you looking at? I'd like to get another running back here. Uh, out of the receivers left, I'm not looking at tight end. The big three are gone, and I'm just going to wait it out from here. Quarterback, I'm not looking at either. Deshaun Watson just got taken. All right, good for that guy. I'm looking for a running back or receiver. Demarius Thomas is still available. I know that's the guy Michael wanted, and I think it's pretty decent value here. It's pretty great value. It's the fifth round, man. He's a little boring for my taste. It's in. So you're you're gonna choose to go f- wide receiver for the fourth. I mean the third. Sh- no, fourth straight fourth, round, now. which would not be like me. Yeah. Uh, but when I'm looking at the running backs, the guy I like most here is Deion Lewis. Uh, definitely not carry on Johnson. Carlos Hyde is too early. Rex Burkhead is another guy I like. Again, Michael said I've backed off him a little bit. But if Deion Lewis here wasn't here, I'd probably go Burkhead. 
But I think Deion Lewis will be a solid RB2 this year. So I'm going to take a solid RB2. And I'm going to draft Deion Lewis. So I, I kinda, did I just talk you out of Demarius Thomas? No. Because Demarius Thomas goes next, followed by Jimmy Graham. And that leaves Michael Michael's team so far as we went over. Ezekiel Elliott, Rob Gronkowski, T.Y. Hilton, and Chris Hogan. Michael, first of all, are you looking at a position or are you going best player available here? And also, who are you looking at? Uh, I would have went... Rex Burkhead, more than likely, if I went DT in the last round. But I'm not trying to have Gronk Hogan and Burkhead on my team. I don't want three of the same guys. One bad week, and you're kaput. And it caps potential for breakouts when from all Patriots three of those guys. When do Patriots have a guys. bad week? But it also caps potential from all three of those guys. They're not all three going to have monster games. But you have Gronk, DT, and uh, Jimmy, not Jimmy Graham, uh, Deion Lewis. They could all have monster games, you know. Uh, I'm going to go Marquise Goodwin here. You guys, we all are big fans of Marquise Goodwin. Listeners know how much I'm a fan of Marquise Goodwin, and I just I like him here in the middle of fifth round. I think he's a solid value. That's uh, someone I was considering. Marquise Goodwin and Brandon Cooks, someone who I was hoping falls, go next. Carryon Johnson and Carlos Hyde go with the seventh and eighth picks in this, which leaves me with a couple of really good options here that I really like. Um... Rex Burkhead is the running back I would be looking at here if I was looking at running back. But you also got to take into account that you have yourself a Golden Tate available in the fifth round, which would really be a nice, nice flex wide receiver three for me. But that leaves me in a little bit of a situation because if Rex Burkhead doesn't fall, then the running backs after Burkhead are Chris Carson, Jamal Williams, Tevin Coleman, Rashad Penny. Uh, There's really a big... um, tier gap after Burkhead which makes me nervous so ah, man I'm really so, so if you were if you guys were me are you taking Rex Burkhead here or are you taking Golden Tate honestly uh for some reason my eyes have just skipped over Golden Tate on this I've never used sleeper bot before so it's a little different for me and I didn't realize Golden Tate was there uh, I'm totally on board with the Golden Tate pick here I probably would have drafted him with my pick Michael? I'm leaning Burkhead, actually. It's close, though. My team so far, Melvin Gordon, OBJ, Doug Baldwin, and Zach Ertz. So I'm still missing that running back, too, which is the only reason why I would go Burkhead over Tate. I I have Tate ranked over Burkhead in my rankings. I think he'll have a better year. I'm going to go Tate. I'm going to go with the guy who I think is going to have the better year and score more fantasy points, and I'm going to hope that I can fill out RB2 slot with someone who's a little bit of a sleeper later or someone that I pick up on the waiver wire later in the year. Tom Brady, Marvin Jones, Russell Wilson, Greg Olson, Allen Robinson. I'm getting excited. Rex Burkhead, can you fall to me? Rex Burkhead gets sniped right before my pick, which is... This little fake machine is really sniping us. He's he's really, really sniping us, and it's making me really sad because... you guys hear that? (laughs) (laughs) It's making me really sad, cause, uh, but, but there is a caveat. Here we are in this round, and I'm looking at the wide receivers available, and I have one, two, three really solid wide receivers, right? I have a solid tight end. I have a really solid, um, I have a really solid running back one, and I don't think the running backs are that great in this area. Chris Carson is the next one up. Jamal Williams, Rashad Penny, Tevin Coleman. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to look at quarterback for the first time. 
And what I see here is Cam Newton. Cam Newton is a quarterback and a running back three all wrapped into one. And when I'm looking at Cam Newton, I'm looking at a guy who has the ability to lead the entire league in fantasy points. And I'm not in love. I'm strong at wide receiver. I'm strong at tight end. I'm not in love with any of the running backs that are available yet. I think this is the exact time where if you're going to reach for a quarterback in the early rounds, you do it now. Sure. And Jason never drafts quarterbacks. Yeah, so. I know you're yeah. taking Cam Newton. Just do it already. I mean, no, I, I want to hear what you guys think. What would you What would you do if you were me here? I uh, would not take Cam Newton, but I see you taking him because in the one, two, three, four, five, sixth round, if you think Cam Newton's going to be the best quarterback that season or top three, then I mean it'll pay off. It's only a, this a sixth round pick, so it will pay off if Cam Newton does end up there. But I just I like the value in the late-round quarterbacks this year. So who are you taking? Corey Davis is available. Will Fuller, Alshon Jeffrey, Julian Edelman, Jamal Williams. Who are you taking here? Uh, with a quick scan. You could take the shot on Jeffrey. You could take the shot on Jeffrey here. I'd rather take a shot on Jeffrey than draft a quarterback. Um, I also like Jamal Williams. I know it's high. I'm taking Cam Newton. Cam Newton is the guy that I'm drafting because I'm not in love with either of those guys that you said. So Cam Newton is my guy. Evan Ingram goes after. Corey Davis next. Alshon Jeffrey goes right before Michael. Michael, are you a little sad about that? A little bit. Michael, do? Michael also in a position like I am in, strong at tight end, which means one of his positions is going to be a little weaker. His RB2 is still not available. Jamal Williams is Rashad Penny to Tevin Coleman, all available. Chris Carson uh, Chris Thompson, Peyton Barber, Michael, who are you taking with your um, this selection? Um, leaning Chris Thompson or like an Emmanuel Sanders or Robbie Anderson, Robert Woods. Then this is why you're, it's important to have your own rankings. As you could tell, I, all the players I just mentioned, Michael's completely ignoring the ADPs that they have here. Yeah, Michael's making his own choices and – if you want to see Michael's choices and our choices, you could check it out, twitter.com slash Fantasy, and we have our pinned um, rankings, and you can see our rankings, and we're updating it every week, and we do actually just did our, our last update today, so go check that out. But until then, Michael, uh, who are you in your rankings picking here? I'm going to take a little chance here and go with Chris Thompson. I'm really disappointed because I was banking on Chris Thompson falling to me in the seventh round here. I was banking on it. Really disappointing that Chris Thompson goes, uh, especially way over his ADP. So, um, Michael not playing the ADP game. I think you could have probably waited and got Chris Thompson in the next round, but not taking the chance. Chris Carson and Drew Brees go after that, which means Jay has a pick to make here and then two picks uh, to follow. Jason, who are you thinking about here? I am looking at a little higher than... The ADP says, but as you just said, we're not scared to do that. Robbie Anderson. I was considering Robbie. <coughs> Him and he was great last season. A thousand yards, seven touchdowns, right? Something like that. He's just getting overlooked. Sam Darnold looks like the truth, and he's going to have to throw the ball to someone on the running back side of the board. I like Jamal Williams, but it's kind of high here. I know I'm not going to get him if I don't take him. 
Trey Burton is also an option for me. I don't have a tight end. But I think I'd rather wait it out and get George Kittle a little later if possible. I'm going to go Robbie Anderson. Nice. Robbie Anderson, other board in the sixth round. Michael Crabtree and Kyle Rudolph follow. And now you are right back on the board, Jason, Uh, with the second pick in the second round. Are you looking at Trey Burton here? I am considering Trey Burton here. Honestly, I'm deciding between him and Jamal Williams. Uh, This being a two-receiver, two-flex league. I now have Devontae Adams, Adam Thielen, Josh Gordon, Robbie Anderson. So that's two receivers, two flex. Um, I have two running backs, Bell and Lewis. And now trying to see where my team is bringing me. Uh, Josh Gordon seems to be a little questionable, his role for week one. Someone whose role is not questionable for week one is Jamal Williams. Could easily slide into that flex for me. If he performs, uh, we all know Mike Montgomery likes riding one guy. Ty Montgomery was a stud for a few weeks last season. And honestly, in the... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. seventh round. They got little numbers in the corner if you didn't realize. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm realizing now. Jamal Williams giving me four good weeks to start the season isn't the worst thing that can happen. I know it's still a little high, but I'm not a – Listen, last season I took Jaquiz Rogers and Darren McFadden at the 8-9 turn. You did. You sniped them for me. And that's kind of high for – a guy who was starting two games, Jaquiz Rogers, and a guy that might have been starting six games, Darren McFadden. But you got to take chances, and I think Jamal Williams is the choice here. So Jamal Williams goes next, followed by Rashard Penny, Sammy Watkins, and then Michael is now on the clock. Michael, you have some interesting decisions. You already said at tight end, so you're not considering Trey Burton here, but Emmanuel Sanders, Julian Edelman, and Will Fuller on the board in terms of Wide receivers in terms of running backs, Peyton Barber, Ronald Jones, Isaiah Crowell, Sonny Michelle, Tariq Cohn, Delaney Walker also available. Who are you thinking here? Do you guys see that in the corner of the room? It's a it's a hanging hat. You know why? Because I'm you're about to make a corny joke. My hat. On Robert Woods. Robert Woods. Robert Woods is I took the Chris next Thompson in the sixth, knowing I'll be able to get Robert Woods in the seventh. <laughs> He's the next pick. Trey Burton, Will Fuller, and Julian Edelman follow, which leaves um, me. My team so far looks like Melvin Gordon, Odell Beckham Jr., Doug Baldwin, Zach Ertz, Golden Tate, Cam Newton. I still need a running back, too. I am a very concerned about my lack of running back, too. And here's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that Sony Michelle uh, is healthy. And I'm hoping that if he is healthy, he could be a workhorse back for me. Now, is it probable? Probably not. But I've put myself in a position here where I'm running back desperate. And I hate being in a position where I'm running back desperate because now I'm looking at guys that... I think you got to go Peyton Barber. Yeah, why are you not considering Peyton Barber? I just don't see him holding the, the job for as long as he can. Ronald Jones has looked atrocious. That's true. But also, you got to consider that they're going to be a bad team, and bad teams usually go with their young guys. It's going to be that bad where they're going to give up and just start their young guys? I mean, you're not giving up by starting a second-round running back, though. You're just giving him opportunity. I'm just I'm I'm so I'm really scared of of Ronald Jones. I would have taken Peyton Barber if I didn't take Robert Woods. If I was you, I'd take Barber. 
I don't know. I don't, I, this is a really tough one for me because... Your guy is coming up on the ADP board here, Cooper Cup. I mean, I would love to get Cup. That's my plan to get him in the... In the wraparound. Yeah, the wraparound. Um, but I could also go back-to-back running backs. Uh, it's going to be tough. The running backs... Guys, it, get running backs early. I'm kind of... I'm kind of kicking myself for taking Zachary to this point because I could have had Lamar Miller. Uh, I could have had Deion Lewis. I could have had Marshawn Lynch. Rex Burkhead. Could have had Rex Burkhead. All these guys who... Mark Ingram. Yeah. Mark, I mean, Mark Ingram to an extent, but all these guys who could be really good. And then I could have taken Trey Burton here, and I would have been in love with that pick. I'm sorry. No, no. Trey Burton is not here. But I could have taken Delaney Walker here, and I could have had a really nice. solid tight end. Um, so I'm regretting it, but... You know, you gotta. Sometimes you're gonna regret it. You gotta move on. Uh, I'm gonna go with my gut. Hmm. You know what? I'm not gonna go with my gut. I'm gonna go with Peyton Barber, and I'm gonna go hope Sony Michelle falls, and then I'm gonna have to pass on my boy Cooper Cup, unfortunately, because I would love Sony Michelle to fall so I could have a uh, a guy after Peyton Barber loses his job. So Peyton Barber, uh, Emmanuel Sanders. Tariq Cohen, Ronald Jones, Jordy Nelson, Isaiah Crowell, Tevin Coleman go with the next couple picks. Jordy Nelson and Isaiah Crowell in the eighth round is disgusting. Which means I am on the board, and that leaves Sonny Michelle there and also Cooper Cup there. Now, do I want to... I say I want Sonny Michelle, but I really don't. I really love Cooper Cup. I need him. (laughs) I need him. in the. I, I went over and last in my hat hangers while I'm hanging my hat on... Uh, Cooper Cup this year. In this league, we have two flexes, so I could start him. I would love to start him. I'm taking Cooper Cup in this spot, and I'm hoping a nice running back falls to me. Uh, it's going to be a wide receiver quarterback frenzy, I think, coming up. Randall Cobb, Devin Funches, Carson Wentz so far, and Michael, you are next on the clock. That I am, and I am going to take. Well, you got to mention that. Wait, did you mention Cobb, Funches, and Wentz went? I did. Sorry, I'm over here looking at the draft board. I just completely <laughs> Jason is out. in the draft board. So just so you know, Michael's team so far, Ezekiel Elliott, Rob Gronkowski, T.Y. Hilton, Chris Hogan, Marquise Goodwin, Chris Thompson, Robert Woods, blank. My first backup player, my first bench player is going to be someone who I think is super solid and that I'm going to be able to use very often when need be, Jameson Crowder. It's a good pick. I was looking at him. Jameson Crowder goes here. Kirk Cousins goes next. Marlon Mack, uh, the projected starter for the Indianapolis Colts, although he's been injured in this preseason, goes with the third pick, which leaves Jason with some choices to make here. I think the choice is easy. Um, Right now, I have Deion Lewis and Jamal Williams. They're good, solid running backs, who I'm high on this year. But they're not as slam dunk as the other guys before them. That's why they're going after them. Uh, so I'd like to have a little bit of running back depth, and I think that Sony Michelle is a great option here. And I'm going to hate you forever because I also agree with you, obviously. Does Aaron Jones cross your mind here at all, though, because you have you have Jamal Williams? No, I think Aaron Jones. Uh, no, I'm not drafting Aaron Jones in any leagues, honestly. I don't really want a part of the Green Bay Packers unless I'm getting Jamal Williams because he's getting the first shot at the job, and if he's good these next two weeks, then McCarthy always rides his guys. So I'm taking the shot. On Jamal Williams, I'm not playing the guessing game with everyone else. Aaron Jones goes next, followed by Nelson Aguilar. 
And we have ourselves another one. Like Jason. The there. Jason's team so far, Le'Veon Bell, Devontae Adams, Adam Thielen, Josh Gordon, Deion Lewis, Robbie Anderson, Jamal Williams, Sonny Michelle, still without a tight end, still without a quarterback, some good tight ends and quarterbacks on the board. Is this where you start thinking about it? No. Listen to me, people. The key to my teams my entire life has been depth. Uh, get depth. Who cares if you have a running back one or two on your bench? That's an amazing thing. And then you can trade one of them with someone else to get an even better player. That's how you get two studs on your team because it's impossible to. I'm saying like that's how you get uh, Antonio Brown and DeAndre Hopkins because you can't draft those two players. You have to trade for one of them to have both of them on your team. So what I'm doing here is I'm not worrying about tight end yet. I'm not worrying about quarterback yet. I'm going to, I think, the ninth round. I feel like Delaney Walker is such an obvious pick here. Uh, it's the ninth round. I'm not loving Delaney Walker. His ADP is 83. You're blowing that out of the water right now. You're getting a great value on him. I am. Uh, but I'd rather wait out and get Kittle later. Or maybe even Jordan Reed. All right. Now you guys are making me think. Because I was going to reach here for my hat hanger. Keelan Cole. It's a ninth round. It's high for Keelan Cole. I could potentially get him on the way back in the tenth round. So I could get Delaney Walker at a value here and then get my guy in the tenth round. You're not getting Keelan Cole in the tenth round. Or I get my guy. You're not getting Keelan Cole in the tenth round. Yeah. It, me or my goal is probably sniping from I'm you. I'm getting my guy. So, And that was a great lesson. This is why we do... Mock drafts, people, because Jason just gave you the masterclass in why he's won three out of the last four championships in our big money league with a lot of people who know what the hell they're doing. Um, he's going with his guys. He doesn't care where the ADP's at. He has his own rankings in his own mind that he is going to follow, and he follows it well. Well done, Jason. Uh, Delaney Walker goes next, which kind of has to make you a little... That's funny. It's always, no, that's it always funny. sucks when the guy that you wanted to pick goes next because you're like, oh, damn. I guess uh, I guess I could have been wrong here, I'm and I just missed out on all one pick. Andrew Luck goes next, which is interesting by this computer-picked uh, machine here because Kirk, they picked Kirk Cousins last round, so they have Kirk Cousins and Andrew Luck doubling up on quarterbacks there. Interesting strategy. Mike goes up next. Zeke, Rob Gronkowski, T.Y. Hilton, Chris Hogan, Marquise Goodwin, Chris Thompson, Robert Woods, and Jameson Crowder is your squad so far. Michael, who are you looking at here? Uh, someone I'm... Um, a big fan of going into the year who I think is being undervalued, who every year is very consistent and is a very solid option, especially in PPR leagues is half PPR. Oh, I know he's going to say, and I'm fucking mad about it. Uh, it's Duke Johnson. Damn you. I was waiting for him to fall on me, man. Damn it, Michael. Very content with having Duke Johnson. In oh, my, third my God. Back. This is not going well for me because Mike Williams, <laughs> there goes my, one of my favorite guys this year, uh, is uh, it goes so next early. and Jacksonville's defense goes off the board in the ninth round. Jimmy G also went, which leaves me in a bit of a conundrum here. Um, CJ Anderson is the best running back on the board. Adrian Peterson is next. James White, Nick Chubb, Ty Montgomery, Latavius Murray. Um, at quarterback, I'm not looking at quarterback because I already have Cam Newton. At wide receiver, Kelvin Benjamin, Pierre Garcon, Sterling Shepard, Kenny Stills, DJ Moore. I'm going to hope DJ Moore falls for me in the next round. That's going to be my favorite pick. And I'm going to go running back here. I think Latavius Murray uh, has a chance to be not only the goal line back, but if 
uh, if Delvin Cook gets hurt, I think that he becomes the best handcuff in the draft. Uh, I think if you're looking at opportunity to succeed, Latavius Murray has as much opportunity to succeed as anyone. C.J. Anderson also on the board. I'm definitely cooling on C.J. Anderson as the time goes on. Adrian Peterson still on the board. James White still on the board, which is an interesting one. But I think Latavius Murray is my pick here. I'm going with Latavius Murray. Pretty high for a handcuff. Uh, he's not. He's not just a handcuff. I promise you. Uh, listen, remember the days when Peyton Barber used to play? Not Peyton Barber. Uh, uh, Barber. Tiki Barber. No, 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 no. The guy on the, on the brown on the Cowboys. His last name was Barber. Started with a P. Oh, 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 Marion. Marion Barber. Barber. Oh, there you go. Marion Barber. Remember him? He was always viable because he scored touchdowns. I think Latavius Murray is going to be viable because he scores touchdowns. David Njoku, Los Angeles Rams, C.J. Anderson, Matthew Stafford, Jordan Reed, and Kelvin Benjamin goes next, which is great for me because my hat hanger, D.J. Moore, is still on the board. I'm going to go ahead and waste no time drafting D.J. Moore. After me. Philip Rivers, Nick Chubb, the Vikings defense, as defense start to fly off the board now, go before Michael. Michael, some quality wide receivers still available. Uh, running backs, not so much. Uh, you don't have a quarterback yet, if I'm not mistaken. So nope. do you start looking at quarterbacks right now? Uh, if Matt Stafford was there, I'd take him, but he was sniped. Stafford and Philip Rivers in the 10th. I wouldn't have taken Rivers. I would have taken Stafford, though. Uh, there's a... I like Bilal Powell. I feel like Jason's going to take him from me if I don't take him here. Uh-huh. But I also like Kenny Stills at a 10th round value. Kenny Stills is a good value. I like Kenny Stills at a 10th round value a little more than I like Bilal Powell here. Because I feel like I can get Bilal Powell or Gio Bernard next round. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Kenny Stills. Kenny Stills is the pick here for Michael. Followed by Adrian Peterson, Ty Montgomery, who I was kind of hoping fell to me, but that was a pipe dream. Um, Jason, you are up next. Jason's team so far. Le'Veon Bell, Devontae Adams, Adam Thielen, Josh Gordon, Deion Lewis, Robbie Anderson, Jamal Williams, Sony Michelle, Keelan Cole. Jason, liking your team so far. Thank you. Who's your next pick? Uh, I'm going to give another uh, – I don't want to call it a lesson. I'm not a teacher. But <laughs> I'm So when you're picking around the turn – it's important to look at sometimes the other teams around you. Meaning, there's only one person that's going to pick twice before I pick next. And he already has a tight end in Kyle Rudolph. So my pick here was going to be George Kittle. But that guy is not taking George Kittle. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick Bilal Powell. And then I'm going to pick George Kittle. That is definitely something. You should always look at the people around you and what they need to help you make that decision. And just as Jason predicted, Sterling Shepard and Matt Ryan uh, knew you take Bilal Powell from follow me. him. And Jason has Bilal Powell, and now he Georgie gets to Kitts. get George Kittle, the guy that he's been uh, all over. Pierre Grosson and James White go next. Uh, Michael is next on the board. He just picked Kenny Stills. And still no quarterback for Michael. Michael, you starting to starting to get a little nervous because the quarterbacks here, a teardrop off for sure. Ben Roethlisberger, Patrick Mahomes, Jared Goff, Marcus Mariota, Alex Smith, Derek Carr, Dak Prescott are the best quarterbacks available. I don't get nervous. <laughs> 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 no, I don't really care. I'm cool with uh, going in with Ben Roethlisberger against Cleveland or Jared Goff. 
um, against I'm not I forget who the Rams play week one, but it's a nice matchup. So I'm okay with taking running back the Raiders. receiver here. The Raiders, yeah, very nice matchup. I'm gonna go high upside here and go with Michael Gallup. Me likey. Nice pick. Who might end up being a de facto number one receiver in very, the Dallas. Very high upside. Patrick Mahomes and Calvin Ridley go next, which I'm excited about because if you listen to my um, Hat Hangers episode, you know that I think that Matt Burita has a chance to be uh, very productive in that 49ers uh, backfield. I'm looking at Matt Burita right now. I'm also looking at ADP, and I'm looking at the teams ahead of me because I also like LeGarrette Blunt this year. I think LeGarrette Blunt has a chance to be a workhorse. Uh, well, two down back workhorse, not really, but a bruising two down back in, in between the tackles and at the goal line for the Lions this year, something that they have been sorely missing for a lot of years. And I'm looking at the situation ahead of me, and one of the teams has one, two, three running backs, so there is chances that running backs go. Uh, another team has one, two, three running backs as well. No, I'm sorry, one, two, three, four, five running backs. So he's probably not taking a running back, and five running backs. So it's just the one guy, and in between uh, Matt Burita is Blunt, Wilkins, Bernard, and Rob Kelly on this. So I'm going to play the ADP game. And I'm going to draft LeGarrette Blunt here. And I'm going to hope that Matt Burita falls to me. Alan Hearns, Jared Goff, Philadelphia Eagles, Anthony Miller, Cameron Meredith, and Los Angeles Chargers defense go next, which means my pick of Matt Burita falls to me. And I'm very happy about that. Matt Burita goes next. Jack Doyle, Ben Roethlisberger, Geronimo Allison is next. Michael just picked Michael Gallup, his namesake. Um, who are you taking next, Mike? I am ecstatic because I can now take Gio Bernard. There it goes. Why do you like Jim Bernard this year? Because uh, he's going to play. He's not. Joe Mixon isn't going to be on the field 24-7. And Gio Bernard always has flex appeal when he plays because he <laughs> he is able to turn his opportunities into yards and or touchdowns. All right. I like the pick there. Uh, defense. Defenses go next. Baltimore Ravens and Houston Texans. Houston Texans defense. What the hell? Goes in the 12th round, um, Jason, are you finally looking at quarterback in the 12th round? Not quite. No, he's not. I'll tell you now, just because Alex Smith is my guy and I don't want to miss out on him, I'm going to take him in the 13th round on the wraparound. But again, the guy before me just took Matt Ryan, so I don't have to worry about him taking Alex Smith. Uh, what I'm going to do is, Tim, I have a question for you. Sure. Um, who was the running back drafted in the third round right after you took Doug Baldwin? Yeah. It was Royce Freeman. So what I'm going to do is take the other starter starting running back on that team, the guy who's been splitting carries with him 100% through, who is I'm picking in the 12th round right now, and the other guy went in the third round, Devontae Booker. Good value. John Brown, a Baltimore wide receiver who's been showing a lot of upside, and then Denver Broncos defense goes next, and that leaves you with your man. My guy. Uh, Alex Smith goes next, followed by Marcus Mariota and Tyler Eifert. Um, Tyler Eifert's been a weird one. Sometimes he's going in drafts, and sometimes I see him go undrafted. He's he's undrafted in the league that we just drafted in. Um, Michael, are you finally looking at quarterbacks here in the 13th round? Yeah. Uh, for some reason, everyone's drafting two QBs. I don't know what type of mock this is. Everyone has two QBs. No one does this in real life. <laughs> so I would not be left with this crap pile of quarterbacks that I have. So, I mean, I guess I'll go... 
Dak Prescott. I mean, that's not a bad pick. He was good until Teron Smith got a, hurt last year. He was a top year. ten quarterback last yeah. year. But don't uh, don't let this mock draft fool you, folks. There's not everyone's going to draft two QBs. Uh, Rob Kelly, New Orleans Saints defense, and Devontae Parker goes next, which means I have a lot of nice sleeper candidate type wide receivers to choose from. Kenny Galladay. There are some good ones. Yeah, still. Kenny Galladay stands out. Tyler Lockett also stands out. He's going to have more opportunity this year in Seattle, especially if Doug Baldwin is hurt. Chris Godwin uh, sticks out. Josh Doxson, D.D. Westbrook, Taiwan Taylor is here. For me, I am leaning um, Tyler Lockett of everyone here. I think that his opportunity is the most guaranteed of the board. So I'm taking Tyler Lockett to be on my bench. Kenny Galladay goes next. The other guy I was considering. Derek Carr, Josh Doxson, Jordan Wilkins. That's a nice pick right there. I wish he would have. Wilkins is someone I wanted. Yeah, I wish he uh, would have fell. I took Booker instead, but Wilkins is someone I would have grabbed. Greg Zerline, the first kicker off the board, and Samaj P. Ryan uh, go with the next pick. Uh, that leaves me again on the board. Now, still a lot of wide receivers to choose from. Uh, not too many great um, running back options here, but... If I'm looking around, I could always get a running back because I ha- I do have five running backs at the moment, but my running back depth is not where I like it. Melvin Gordon is the stud. Then you have Peyton Barber, Latavius Murray, LeGarrette Blunt, and Matt Burita. So definitely not the type of running back, I don't know, team that's going to get you excited. But there is one guy here that has a chance to start still, Donta Foreman, who I've been very outspoken about when he returns from the pub. I think he has a real chance to take over that Texans job. If I have an IR spot, I'm taking him here. So I don't think we have an IR spot, so I'm not going to take him here, especially when there's some wide receivers that are really good on the on the board. Chris Godwin, D.D. Westbrook still on the board. Tyrell the Gazelle. Not a big fan of Tyrell, at least not like Michael. Um, this is a tough one. I'm going to hope Dante Foreman falls to me because he's hurt. And I'm going to go with Chris Godwin, who's been looking good in Tampa Bay. Uh, TJ Yeldon and Doug Martin. Uh, DJ, TJ Yeldon, Doug Martin, and Mohamed Sanu goes next, which leaves Michael. Michael, what do you got? Uh, so if this was an actual league and people did draft two QBs, I want to feel great about only having Dak Prescott. So I'm going to go ahead and draft Jameis Winston as well. Interesting choice here because you do have – yeah, he's really the only guy. Honestly, Eli Manning, Andy Dalton, Blake Bortles. Tyrod Taylor is always a good fantasy player. I would have took Blake Bortles. Same. Ah, I actually would have taken Case Keenum, but for some reason he's down in the dumps in this ranking system. Justin Tucker and Steven Gankowski, Goskowski goes next. Uh, Jason, you're next. All right. Uh, I think this guy's still here. Let me type his name in. No, no. Apparently not. When did, I guess I missed. Uh, did Geronimo Allison get picked? Yeah. Way early. Uh, 12.7. There he is. Wow. Completely missed him. <laughs> All right. So looking at the names here, I'm trying to find upside in these later rounds. I already took Keelan Cole, but someone else who will probably end up starting for Jacksonville. Didi? It's Didi Westbrook because I don't believe in Dante Moncrief. Paul Richardson is also there. Uh, he got paid. He's going to be used. Tyrell Williams, someone Michael likes. Quincy Nunwa, someone Michael likes. Hey, hey, don't be shouting out names like that. But you know who should not be here right now? Who is very low in ADP? 
and I'm about to get a steal. That is Rashard Matthews. 14th round for Rashard Matthews is absolutely absurd. I agree with that. Uh, Chris Ivory and Will Lutz goes next. Michael, I mean Jason. It's back on me. Uh, so, again, a little strategy here. I'll probably take a defense, but when I draft, I never, ever take a kicker. I draft an extra guy, and then you never know what's going to happen from now until when the season starts. So you could always, that last guy you took, if everything hopefully works out with your team, you can just drop that last guy you took, or you could end up dropping the not the last guy you took if you decide to change your mind. But I like stashing another guy instead of a kicker because I don't really like kicker. So with two picks left, I'm not going to take a defense or a kicker yet. I'll take a defense in the last round. For now, I will take a re- wide receiver probably. Uh, looking at the people here, I want to go for upside. I'm going to go with Paul Richardson. Not a bad pick there. Uh, you you do. Oh, man. Paul Richardson, Antonio Callaway, the, Donta Foreman goes next, which is really, 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 really Really, why do you, really why do, one question. Why do you call him Dante when everyone whose name ever has been spelled like that is Dante? Ah, fine, Dante. It's <laughs> a good question. Get off my back. Uh, Michael, you're up next. I would go Quincy Inunua or Tara the Gazelle here, but I have a surplus of wide receivers because I went super wide receiver heavy in the middle rounds. I'm going to... I'm just going to fill out my roster here. So I'm going to go with uh, Patriots defense. Patriots defense goes next um, from Michael, Matt Bryant, James Conner, Jake Elliott. Now, I had this whole plan to get uh, Foreman and then put him on my IR and then fill a defense. Instead, I see D.D. Westbrook is here. I also see Christian Kirk here. But here is my guy. All the way down, John Ross, the guy who put the skates on everyone in the Buffalo Bills organization the other day. He was a first-round pick. He has the speed to excel. Uh, opposite of A.J. Green, he's not going to get a lot of double coverage, so he's going to be open over the top a lot. I like John Ross as like the, a kind of a fill-in guy, a uh, big play, kind of Deshaun Jackson type. So I'm going to take a chance on John Ross here and be super happy with that. Mason Crosby, Kalen Balage, Harrison Buecher, um, O.J. Howard, Christian Kirk, Lamar Jackson go next. I'm on the board. I am going to take a defense here. Pittsburgh plays uh, Cleveland in the opening week. I am playing that matchup in the first week, and I am taking the Pittsburgh Steelers defense um, to yeah to be next. Click draft, bro. Click draft. I'm trying. So the Pittsburgh Steelers is picked. A bunch of kickers and defenses that I won't waste time on go off the board. Michael, who's your pick here? Uh the MVP from the last five weeks last year, Robbie Gold. Robbie Gold goes next. Nice. More defenses, more kickers. Jason? Uh, what I like to do here with my last pick, I, I'm going to be streaming defenses at this point. Obviously, I didn't get a stud defense. So I'm going to look at the matchups. I'm going to see that Tennessee is playing Miami, and I'm going to take Tennessee. Dan Bailey is the Mr. Irrelevant of the day. And that concludes our mock draft. Let's go over our teams. Jason, Le'Veon Bell, Devontae Adams, Adam Thielen, Josh Gordon, Deion Lewis, Robbie Anderson, Jamal Williams, Sony Michelle, Keelan Cole, Bilal Powell, George Kittle, Devontae Booker, Alex Smith, Rashard Matthews, Paul Richardson. I'm loving it. 
Tennessee defense. Tennessee defense. And Tennessee's defense, Michael, Ezekiel Elliott, Rob Gronkowski, T.Y. Hilton, Chris Hogan, Marquise Goodwin, Chris Thompson, Robert Woods, Jameson Crowder, Duke Johnson, Kenny Stills, Michael Gallup, Giovanni Bernard, Dak Prescott, Jameis Winston, New England Patriots defense. And Robbie Gold. And Robbie Gold. And finally, my my team, Melvin Gordon, Odell Beckham Jr., Doug Baldwin, Zach Ertz, Golden Tate. Cam, I forgot about that Golden Tate pick. That's a good pick. Cam Newton, <laughs> Peyton Barber, Cooper Cup, another good pick. Latavius Long. Murray, DJ Moore, LeGarrette Blunt, Matt Burita, Tyler Lockett, Chris Godwin, John Ross, and uh, Pittsburgh's defense, who plays the Browns in week one. Come on, Cooper Cup in the eighth round, though? I know you're not big on him, but he's in the eighth, eighth round. Eighth round is high, dude. Yeah, man. You're a wallet. You guys are crazy. Uh, anyway, Jason. Oh, you know what? Before we go over this, I just want to thank everyone who's been listening. Uh, good luck on your drafts. We hope that our advice leads you to fantasy championships. That's why we do this, right? Hashtag and Brodo we tr- trust Print on Twitter. Those rankings. Yeah, for sure. If you have a draft that, you know, we helped you in, hashtag in Brodo we trust is the hashtag. Michael, where can they find you? Mike underscore Petrot. Jason? Jason Petrot. You can find all of us at Brodo Fantasy. And again, the hashtag is in Brodo We Trust. Uh, you can find me on all social media outlets at Tim Petrot. Frisky. But only if you're feeling real, real, real frisky. Thank you so much. We enjoyed more than anything having these five days in a row to talk to you guys about fantasy football. Uh, thank you and good luck on your drafts. And we'll be back during the year, of course. Uh, with episodes that preview every single fantasy relevant player Woo! in the league. My team yes. is pretty fucking nice here, man. We said it. Until then, Peace. happy drafting, and I can't wait for the season to start. We'll see you later. later. See ya.